Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, it's episode 162, and how are you? Good, man. Good. Snowing up there a little bit the uh, last couple of days. Yeah, what the hell? I mean, I it's... I know it's November, and in past, you know, like before the earth began to heat, <laughs> we would have snow by now, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've gotten used to there being no snow by now. I was going to say, we've been, we've been real spoiled, you know, with these like 15 degree sunny days and stuff in November. That's unheard of in our area, I would say. Yeah. And then t- today was a real rude awakening with those big fluffy flakes flopping down from the sky. <laughs> yeah. Now, mind you, they weren't staying, but it was still much too cold for me, even though I like checked the temperature at lunch. It was like seven degrees. And I was like, this is frigid. How does anything survive in this weather? I know I went outside because we took William to daycare. So I helped take him and we have to go. I told you we'd go to that little loop around the back to take him into the, the room. Sure. Yeah. And just like it's maybe a minute and a half walk. And I'm like, I'm cold. my hands are so freaking cold. Like, like, you know, like, you know, when your fingers are really cold and you just don't want to be outside anymore. And it's like, oh, this is this is already too much. Yeah, this is, this is my first taste of winter and I'm already done. Like, I'm, I don't want well, any. And you probably did that stupid parent thing where it's like you make sure your kid has, you know, toque, gloves, scarf, winter jacket, this, that. It's like, I'll wear a spring jacket. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to wear yeah. as this smart adult here. Yeah. I'll go outside in a wife beater. <laughs> that's, that's all I need. <laughs> So I might wear socks in my shoes. I don't know. We'll see how I'm feeling afterwards. Yeah, ridiculous. But, uh, but... Mike, Mike, I got a question for you. Yes. This is not like a brain teaser or a riddle or any of this crap. But uh, I, I heard it on a video and I needed to bring it over here. How many holes does a straw have? How many holes does a straw have? And again, this is not like a brain teaser or like any sort of gotcha thing. It's a legitimate question. How many well, holes does a straw have? Well, I assume that is the discussion is either it's either one or two. If you count yeah. one at the top, and one at the bottom, or if you count the entire thing as one hole. Exactly. Yes, you've, you've broken it down, Mike. Okay. Now we need your opinion. Okay. So there's uh, just making sure there's no riddle or anything. But yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's I don't know. It's one to me. That's one hole. It's one long hole. This okay. is a terrible that, starting discussion. <laughs> that, that was my thought, too. But some people are like legitimately like, it's just two holes on a straw. It's like, how could you be so wrong about something so simple? You know? Yeah. No, that's not two holes at all. That's one yeah. long, big hole. Like, yeah, it's just it's one hole throughout the entire piece. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it was two straws taped together, that's two. That's two holes. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> but one straw on its own that's just one hole yeah. yeah all right now we got the title of the podcast and we can move on you know <laughs> it's just one long hole <laughs> it's uh, just one long hole that's right remember we used to do quotes from the episodes yeah yeah i blame you for that but <laughs> anyway how how is things how's the kids how's the wife how's the baby how's chris the whole thing. Uh, we've been doing we've been doing well. Christmas spirit has bitten us early this year, so I put out the lights. I think I said a while back uh, when it was nice weather because it's like I'm not going to go out there and freeze my ass off. I'm going to put it up at like I think it was like November fifth or sixth. Like it was early in November, way earlier than usual. Um, but we've got them up and and lit and stuff because Ben is all about Christmas this year. 
I'm sure William's the same. He knows what Santa is. He knows all the Santa accoutrement. You know, like they got to have the cookies, got to have the milk, got to have the carrots for the reindeer. Santa brings presents, blah, 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 blah. So he is very gung ho, which makes me very excited because I love Christmas. Mm -hmm. So to have him, very, it's like it's like refreshing, you know, it's like new eyes on something that you've you've loved for a long time. So that's very fun for us. We got our decorations up outside. We just put the tree up today. Uh, I'm sure Tiff's going to spend the rest of the week decorating like. You know, the fireplace and all that type of crap as well. Um, But yeah, yeah, we've been real Christmas heavy. Ben has started watching Christmas movies. So there's like a trash truck Christmas episode. Been watching that over and over. The Grinch is a popular one. You know, yeah, we've been it's been it's been all out red and green here at this household. Well, it's funny because you're you're correct that William is all about Christmas, too. But Christmas is William's love affair with Christmas started very early this year. Uh, in like September because he was obsessed with trash truck mm-hmm. and we were watching trash truck over and over and over again. And then one day they just happened to add the, the trash truck Christmas and he had to watch that because it was suddenly the only new trash truck. And then that was over and over and over again, watching trash truck at this trash truck Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, Eventually, he got into Paw Patrol. William's super into Paw Patrol now, and I don't know who introduced him to Paw Patrol because it's basically ruined our lives. Is All he wants to do is watch Paw Patrol and talk about Paw Patrol and sing songs from Paw Patrol. It's all Paw Patrol all the time. And we've, we've gotten into the Paw Patrol Christmas specials, too. And so we've been watching all of those. And, and we told him, you know, we got an appointment because everything's appointments now. You can't just go to the mall and see Santa like you used to. Do you remember mm-hmm. the, what, the first two years of our child, child's lives when we would take them to see Santa as a group? Like you and I would go with our wives and our kids and, and Ian, Derek and Natalie would come and we'd all go together and it would all be a lot of fun. And now it's like, oh, no appointment, one family only at a time and, and all this <laughs> stuff. And it's like, OK, well, I mean, I get something changed in the meantime there, but. I miss that. I miss those those mornings where we would all just get together and, and go see Santa. But we we told William, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go see Santa, and uh, and he's real excited. And he's like, I'm gonna meet Santa. We're like, Yep, we're gonna meet Santa. And he's like, I'm gonna meet Santa, and I'm gonna meet Hank and Trash Truck. I'm like, uh, and I'm like, well, <laughs> no, what? Why, why do you, why do you think you're gonna meet Hank and Trash Truck? Well, Santa talked to Hank and Trash Truck, so Santa. So therefore, Hank and Santa, Trash Truck will be with Santa. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, that's not exactly how that works, buddy. Well, oh, okay. And then we start watching Paw Patrol and Paw Patrol Christmas happens. And then Paw Patrol starts talking to Santa. Oh, okay, <laughs> buddy. We're going to go meet Santa. And then Chase and Ryder and Marshall are like, no, no, buddy. We're not going to go. We're right, not going to go right. meet Chase. We're not going to go meet Marshall. We're not going to. It's just going to be Santa. And then hilariously, we go to because we want we wanted William to be ready for Santa. Like, I mean, the last few times we've taken him to see Santa, he was like a peanut and you could just put him on Santa's lap and it would be fine. He wouldn't care. We didn't want him to be super shy around Santa. So it was like, okay, we're going to go. We're going to break him in early. There was like this Christmas market sort of thing going on on Lock Street on the weekend and Santa was going to be there. So we took him to see Santa. And we figure, you know, okay, we'll take him to see Santa. And if he gets super shy about Santa, we'll get it out of the way before it's, you know, take pictures with Santa. We'll get him used to Santa a little early. 
and we're we're going down there. And we're like, yeah, we're gonna go to see Santa, and he's like, we're gonna see Chase and Ryder, and I'm like, buddy, I'm sorry, Chase and Ryder aren't gonna be there. And and then we get to the we get downtown and and we start walking up the street and and lo and behold there's Santa and Chase. <laughs> it was like what the hell? What are the odds? My <laughs> what, goodness! What are the uh, what are the odds that it was the ch- the Chase is going to be there? And we were like, what? What is this? And it was it wasn't even like an official like guy in a paw patrol costume it was like some off-brand purple dude like there was some store on the on the street that has a guy stand in front and like try to get people to come in and sure enough he dresses up as chase and some days he's dressed up as marshall and it's just this guy it's a purple costume it's so off-brand it doesn't look right so laura and i christened him the legally distinct moniker of pursuit uh, so it was pursuit <laughs> and uh, and William sh- very shy to meet Santa had no bones about meeting Chase. He was all he had given Chase high fives, like double high fives. Meanwhile, it's like, do you want to take a picture with Santa stands five feet away? Like it was like <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is amazing how the uh, the kids all love Paw Patrol. Eh? Like they all do. It's such a huge franchise and stuff. And. Yeah, Ben just saw it on Netflix one day, and yeah, it's been uh, it's been all Paw Patrol since then. So, does this mean that Bluey is dead? Long live Paw Patrol! Oh God, Bluey Bluey died. The it was like, if you remember, we did like a Bluey birthday. We gave him all these Bluey toys. I was just about to say, is all this this Bluey haul that he got for his Christmas? This is all like, oh, throw it in the closet. We don't want this crap anymore. Basically, it was like the next day. Yeah, yeah, like it was like the next day he came That's home so from funny. school, and and it's so funny because like they're all still in the living room, mm-hmm. and I keep trying like he'll he'll like play with them a little bit, but not it's it's not like the bluey days are are behind us, and and more and I are both like ugh, <laughs> like you know because <laughs> we really liked bluey, and now you know we don't really like Paw Patrol. You don't, eh? I really don't. I I don't mind it at all. It's just like a standard kids show, you know? That's the problem. When you go Bluey and then you go, you can't go back. Bluey is, oh, is, is, a, is more than a kids show. And then you go back to just like, Haha, the lesson of the week is, you know, like, the, I mean, that's not what Paw Patrol is like, but it's, it's, yeah, there's a very distinct moral to the episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get like, it. like Bluey was like, here's kids being kids and using their imaginations and paw patrol is like well this group of dogs is the entire utility services for this entire town full of people who are so accident prone like (laughs) it's such a negative view mike they could literally describe every television show in the history of the planet no 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 that's not true there's no dogs in there's no dogs as you ser- you, you emergency services on <laughs> Law and Order <laughs> or Mash, but like, but but like, they they I don't know what is going on with that town, but they every single problem has to be solved by the Paw Patrol. It's like, oh, I fell down a well. Okay, call the fire department, Paw Patrol guy. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, 
you know, the something got stolen. Okay, call the police Paw Patrol guy. Blah blah blah. Oh, my fence needs to be painted. Oh, call the repairman. Wait, what? Why are you? Why is the Paw Patrol painting fences? You know, like what is <laughs> some of the stuff that doesn't? They do stuff that doesn't even make any sense. One of the Paw Patrol guys is the water rescue guy, and we watched an episode where it's like, oh no, the the captain because there's only like four people who live in this enormous town. The captain's boat got stuck on some rocks and they're like, oh, get the guy who is the construction dog to go save him. And it's like the water dog is right there. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you'll soon understand there's a very distinct tier list of dogs, Mike. Sky and Rubble, they're they're like S tier. Then Marshall is like A tier, and then it's the rest after that. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, oh, and- man. Do you think <sighs> that they're taxpayer funded or are they independent organization? <laughs> Don't get me started on that, on the freaking, the mayoral candidates of that town. Like, especially that mayor for the other town. That guy's ridiculous. That's right. The white male, age 40 to 60, with yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no way that Republican. Doesn't get, you know, pulled out of office in an early election for the vote of no confidence. There's a reason that Soggy Bottom is second to Adventure Bay, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had no intention of turning this into a deep political discussion about Paw Patrol. But it was a very entertaining couple. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Anything else uh, that your your kids are doing that doesn't yeah, have to do with no, Christmas? Not a, not a ton of other things. I don't know about... I don't know if this is like a daycare, like official daycare thing or not. Um, but Ben refers to all of his friends at school by their first and last name. Oh, really? So okay. Like, I, I don't want to... I'm not going to say their names on the, the show, but it's like... Oh yeah, me and Mike Laidman, we we played with you know Superman today, and and me and you know Tiffany Blonsky, we did this and stuff. It's like, why do you why do you call them the first and last name? Like, I don't understand why this is a thing. So I'm assuming that the teachers must say like, you know, oh Mike Laidman and your parents are here. You know, then he kind of like picks up on that. But it's just it's funny to hear your little three-year-old kid referred to someone else as a first and last name sort of scenario. Yeah, that's very weird because that does not happen with William. Like We ask him who he spent time with and he says, you know, I spent time with Lincoln today. And Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, that's it. So weird, very weird. It is. It is weird, Mike. And then the only other thing that we've done is we watched that Red Notice movie on Netflix. Oh, yeah. How was yeah, that? It was good. It was good. You should watch it. Okay. If you like The Rock or you like Ryan Reynolds, they play themselves. And Gal Gadot is there as well. <laughs> oh, good, good. Well, we watched. We actually watched uh, Shang Chi on Friday because we. Oh yeah, I want to watch yeah. that too. There's so many movies out on all these streaming services. I'm like, I got to watch that and that and that and that. I got a whole pile of things I got to go through. Yeah, and actually, it was funny because we talked last week about the IMAX movies, the the Marvel mm-hmm. movies being an IMAX, and Shang Chi was one of them. And and we, I was expecting when watching it that the aspect ratio would jump all over the place. Nope, it's entirely IMAX like it's the large aspect ratio for the entire movie I was very surprised yeah Yeah. but uh, apparently some of them some of them don't do that some of them jump back and forth and uh, sure and I've actually seen I saw a couple articles that were like yeah the director of uh, Doctor Strange didn't know that his movie was going to be put on Disney Plus and IMAX and didn't want it to be (laughs) it was like oh "Oh." 
Well, you know how how these these auteurs are with their uh, right, right. You know, it needs true. to be seen in the way that it was created for. You know, and then you see all those people who are like, you know, I'm watching Tenant the way it meant to be meant to be seen and it's like a game boy advance video player cool. that's right this <laughs> makes me think of uh the the, Z- the snyder cut of justice league mm-hmm. it's like i wanted it to be seen in four by three that was the superior aspect ratio <laughs> for the viewing it's like whatever man like, if that makes you feel good about yourself yeah yeah it'll look great on my my old tube yeah TV. let me yeah d- but dust off the old crt that's right so so mike i i heard the shang chi definitely rates amongst the best Marvel movies, would you agree or disagree? I don't need a full review. This is not your other podcast. <laughs> I just need an agree or disagree. My other pop, my other podcast, Burnt Popcorn, which can be yeah. new episodes every Tuesday. Uh, yeah. yeah um, it was good. Like, I liked it. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it in my favorites, but it was I really like I did really enjoy it. So what do we do? Like, we'll do our, our usual Marvel is like, is it top third, middle third, bottom third? I would say if it's it's on the cusp of the top third. Okay. Like it, it's 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 like right at the right near the bottom of the top third. Okay, all right. So sort of like Captain Marvely. I think that's where we settled on that like fifty episodes ago. When we I'd, be, I'd say it was that. better than Captain Marvel. So okay. then maybe right. maybe a little higher in the top tier. <laughs> got it, got it. Bottom third of the top third. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. We're getting a little too detailed here. Yeah. It's in the fourth quadrant. <laughs> Of the third <laughs> viewing, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Mike, that's all, that's all I got. Very light, uh, light week for me this week. Yeah. What about you guys? The one big thing is, uh, well, there's two things I want to bring up. One is an update from last week, and I told you about uh, how William is afraid of of the kittens. Uh, he continues to be afraid of the kittens, and it has gotten somehow it has gotten more hilarious. Oh, okay. Every single time. One of the cats come near him now. He goes, ah, kittens. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's this, the weirdest thing, like of all the things to be screaming about being scared of. And that's how he does it. Ah, kittens. Like, oh, it's, man. it's ridiculous. So does he want nothing to do with them then at this point? It's weird. Like he, he like fluctuates. Like he's really happy when it's kind of time to watch them eat. And he's like, oh, I'm going to watch the kittens eat, whatever, whatever. But if he's sitting on the couch and one comes near him, ah, kittens, <laughs> like ridiculous, ridiculous. <laughs> That's fun. That's fun. Yeah, it is fun. And another fun thing, too, is William has gotten to the point now. And I, I, may, I don't know if it's come from us talking to him or him talking to other kids at daycare or what. But now anytime mommy and daddy are like, ah. Uh, or ow or something william just is like are you okay mommy are you okay daddy is everything <laughs> all right daddy and it could be like nothing you could just be like ah you know <laughs> be like, are you okay daddy it's it's very adorable very adorable well that's good that's yeah. good yeah concern for his fellow man it's very nice mm-hmm. yeah very empathetic yeah i was about to say it's nice to know that we've raised an empathetic child so but anyway, that's it. That's uh, that's what we got going on over here. It's good times. <laughs> All right, real quick and dirty. I like it. I like it, Mike. I yeah, like it. I mean, so it might be an early night for us, which is yeah, very yeah. rare. Thirty minute days. episode. Here we come. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But uh, I, I'll tell you what, I won't be doing when we finish doing this podcast. If we bolt through this podcast and I got some free time before I go to bed, 
I will not, will not be playing GTA, the trilogy, the definitive edition, the other subtitles, because I feel like there's a hundred of them at this point. But yes, I don't know if you've heard, but the recent remasters of the the three Grand Theft Auto games that originally came out on PS2 and on Xbox are hot, hot garbage. Now, what makes them hot garbage, Mike? So the idea is, is that, and it's becoming fairly obvious, that these remasters were shat out at incredible speed and not checked in any way, shape, or form before their release, and just shoved out the door for the customers to buy, and and we're just supposed to swallow it because it's a rock star product. Right. Okay. Okay. So I I don't know if if, if you've been following it at, at all, but it was very rumored like a, a few weeks ago that they were making these games, and then out of nowhere they were like, "Yep, we are making the games." All of the games that are available now to buy are gone. And everyone was just like, wait, what? So the the original versions of these games, because they've they've resold them before, they just took them off the storefronts. You could buy mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto 3 for the PS4 and, and uh an Xbox One and such, and they took it away. You can't buy those old versions anymore. You can only get the new versions. That's so that right away that put a, a bit of a sour taste in everybody's mouth, you know, like why not offer people the choice if, if they wanted the original or not? Or is there a possibility they, they were including the original versions in the new version? You know, that might be nice, right? Right. Yeah. Well, no, it's not that at all. It's you get this new version or you get nothing. And of course, the new versions are more expensive than the old versions. So I don't know. Well, maybe that's the connection. But the new versions come out. People start playing them. And immediately there are problems like absolutely just looking at them like when the trailers first dropped there were a few things that people looked at and they're like this looks kind of weird like i don't i saw a comment on on a youtube video and it was probably the best description of anything i've seen with anybody talking about how the games look and it was like this game looks like the old red hot chili peppers californication music video do you remember that music video? Oh, man, Mike, you're really making me think way, way back on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I have some recollection, but very little. Very yeah. Little. I mean, I haven't seen that music video in a long time either, but I'm like, no, that's that's 100% correct. So even just looking at it, people were kind of like, mm, okay, this is a little weird looking. And then the game, they, they, they weren't really showing any gameplay. Like there was literally like very little released about it. There was like one trailer and that was really it. And then the games came out like really quickly. Mm-hmm. So people were like, okay, well, let's take a look at them. And just watching the beginning of the games was just like, especially Grand Theft Auto 3, it was very obvious how little work was put into these games. <laughs> <laughs> so to just kind of give an example of, of one of the problems that's fairly evident immediately is the opening sequence of Grand Theft Auto 3 features a rainstorm. Mm -hmm. And the rain effects are so terrible that you cannot tell what is happening. Oh, like, how is it so terrible? Like, they're just so blocky? Or it's too, like, misty? Like, how would you describe it as? Like, the rain effects are like... Okay, do you remember when you were a kid 
and you were like, say you're drawing a drawing in like MS Paint and you're a mm-hmm. little kid, right? And you draw the drawing and you're like, now it's raining and you just draw big white streaks. Sure. Oh, yeah. That just covers everything. Yeah. 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 That's what the rain effects oh, look like nice. in this game. Nice. And, um, and then like the character models are ridiculously weird. Like certain characters are screenshots of characters where like their their faces are, are weirdly cross-eyed because they've just taken the character model, split it in the middle, and then flipped it. And that's how they, they decided to make the character right. model. Um, there, there's all sorts of like weird like body problems where like characters' arms are too long or their chests are really too wide or their faces are too small, things like that. Um, there's all sorts of weird spelling mistakes in the backgrounds. Oh. Yeah. And, and what there's been a lot of speculation from other people who work in gaming of what these issues are and, and why they've happened. And for the rain, let's start with the rain. Uh, I was reading a thing and it was a special effects artist who works on video games. And he said, the reason that that looks like that is because they've also designed these to work on cell phones and cell phones are unable to process uh, distortion mapping. And because of that, the that's how the rain has to look on like a on like a mobile phone. And they just didn't make any effort to 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 adapt it for the consoles. So Uh how it how it should look is it should look, you know, somewhat clear and and, you know, this should be an element of transparency to it to to, to sell the effect. But no, it's these ridiculous white streaks that make it impossible to see. (laughs) Like there are there. I've literally seen videos that people have posted of like the main character of grants of San Andreas riding a bike on the beach in the rain. And people are like, don't watch this video. It will give you seizures. Like it's, it's that bad. Like on the, like with the, how it covers the screen. And, um, and so that's, that's one thing. And the other thing that they said about the, the character models looking really weird is somebody was like, what they've done is they've imported their character model in Maya. They ran a filter on it twice and then they hit export. And that's what they've done to, to make the character models up, upgraded. Because that's that the character models are slightly too big for their rigs. Like they've just imported the model, the new models onto the old animation. And right. a lot of the, the actions don't line up. Like characters who are supposed to be like shaking hands and stuff, like their hands don't match up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which, but it's weird because they're doing the exact same animations. It's because their models are larger and they don't line up anymore. Things like that's that. So, that's so stupid. Like, I can't believe they would have such incredible oversights and stuff. Well, I mean, I guess I can believe it. It's Rockstar, right? Yeah. But uh, it's disappointing. Yeah. My favorite one, though, is is the spelling mistakes. Because you you kind of were like, spelling mistakes, really? Mm-hmm. Why are there spelling mistakes? Well, the reason that where the people have noticed all of these spelling mistakes is on the signs of like businesses. Because I, I, I mean, I'm sure you've played a Grand Theft Auto game before. You know that the the stores are all like weird puns and stuff right yes yeah like one of the one of the games has one that's like a sausage like you know you go buy a hot dog or something and it's like you know the best man meat there is or something like that right Right. like and the the sign is full of spelling mistakes and it doesn't have the and it's like for simple words that have these spelling mistakes like instead of it saying meat it says heat and people are like well why would it do that 
it's because they ran an AI over the the textures to upscale them and they didn't check them. They just ran the AI, the computer spit out what it thought it said, and then no one proofread it. Yeah. And then no they one, put it out. No one walked through the town. That's funny because uh, one of the examples I saw too was related to the same thing. It's like a donut shop and they call it like Hex Donut or something yeah. because, you know, at the time you couldn't render a proper circle, right? Because you couldn't generate enough polygons and stuff. But now you can. So the 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 sign was a donut with like a, a bolt beside it or a nut beside it, right? So a six-sided nut. Well, in this version, the nut is perfectly round and the donut is perfectly round <laughs> because the same thing. The AI just went and it's like, oh, this should be round. I'm going to round it right up and 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 make it look nicer and stuff for you. And sure enough, yeah, it's a nice circle, but I've never seen a nut that's, uh, you know, a circle, Mike. Yeah. Well, another fun one I saw too was there's a, in Vice City, there is a store that, uh, it's a music store that sells air guitars. And that was the joke that they originally put on the windows. Mm-hmm. And in the definitive edition, the AI, AI upscaled that to AR guitars. <laughs> they added an extra eye in there. <laughs> that's That's brutal. This is the like the lowest form of game development I've heard of in a long time. Yeah, and and there's some other fun stuff too because not only did they they remove stuff, they didn't do a very good job of it because obviously one of the big things about Grand Theft Auto was the the music that's in it. There's radio mm-hmm. stations and there's a ton of licensed music, like tons of it, and they didn't renew the licenses on some of the bigger songs and some of the games. Well, of course. The games went out on PC, so somebody data mined them. Those songs are all still in the game. They've just taken them out. They're they're all it's still in the code. So I don't know if the plan was like maybe we'll relicense them and put them back in or what. But they're all just sitting there. Like they just, I guess if there's like a flag in the game, I've, I've seen this where you can flag it on and flag it off. They just flagged off all those songs so they won't show up in the playlist. Man, that's brutal. Yeah. There's the, also code for, I don't remember for San Andreas, there was the infamous, uh, the hot coffee thing. I was going to say, I thought that's what you were about to talk about before. But So yeah. is that still in here too it's then? It's still in there. It's still in there. And that whole point was like, when that they got in shit for that, they're like, we've taken it out. They still haven't taken it out. It's still in there. <laughs> like, from what I from what I read though, it's like, none of the actual like model and animation stuff is in there. Right. Like, so it's if, even if you could activate it, it won't display anything. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the code to is is all still there. Like it's it it would it's essentially there but not there. You know, like it's 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 really weird. Like right, it's, it's right. It, you know, I'm now I'm trying to explain code in layman's terms, <laughs> right? But yeah, so a lot a lot of problems, and that's not even going into the fact that the PC version the the rockstar launcher as you've have you've complained in the past about having a, a launcher for absolutely every game you own now mm-hmm. the the rockstar launcher broke when they released the game and you couldn't actually play the game if you bought it it just wouldn't work and and it was the launcher not the game it was the launcher that was broken and they finally fixed the launcher and then they still couldn't play the game like the game was broken for like the first like four days of its release on PC. Like you can't, yeah. if you, if you've bought it, it's unplayable and they won't give you your refund for it. It's, it's good times. Yeah, that's brutal. That's what I was going to say. Have they come out and apologized or anything yet that you're aware of? Not that I've seen. Yeah. Like, that'd be admitting guilt, I suppose. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, 
I mean, we talked the other day about the Nintendo emulation stuff being really terrible. And Nintendo at least came out and said something to the effect of like, we take this seriously. We're going to work on it. And that's really all they said was like, right. They didn't admit wrongdoing. They just were like, we will make it better is mm-hmm. what they said. Yeah. So we acknowledge you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I can't I don't think I've seen anything that Rockstar has, has said anything about we fix this or anything like that. So. Well, but on the plus side, Mike, the lighting looks much better. <laughs> <laughs> but that seems to be about it at this point. I mean, it depends on, on what you're looking for. Like there, there's stuff that I've seen that. I mean, back in the day, the to to save on you know rendering power, the the city had fog over top of it yeah. to uh, to make it so that the draw distance was a lot further away. Well, that's not even a problem anymore. So they they just took the fog out, and people are like, it completely changes the game. Like it, it looks entirely different now because you've done that. And and also, they, there was lighting effects that that they've taken out. And it's just the default lighting now. Perfect example is if you watch, because there's numerous ones now, if you watch a side-by-side comparison of the intro to Grand Theft Auto 3, not just for the shitty rain effects, but the the original version has a blue tint to it. Like, they've actually done some color grading to it. Sure, okay. And the new version is just whatever the default is. It's just whatever it is. It's very gray then. Yeah, yeah. And then, like... There's other things where like the 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 frame rate drops all over the place, and it's like you are running this game on like the highest powered computers in the world, and like the consoles are the highest power they've ever been, and it's it's like oh it's struggling to meet 24 frames a second, and it's like it was running on 60 frames on a PS2. Like what did you do? (laughs) Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Yeah. Well, it's disappointing. Hopefully, they fix it all up and offer refunds and stuff. But uh, I uh, maybe they need that money for GTA Six when that comes out in twenty thirty seven or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that maybe that's the problem is they've they they don't have any money, and this was the quickest way to get more money. <laughs> I have my doubts, but hey, you know, greed oh, goes yeah, along, yeah. or is a it's a powerful thing, right? I feel like that it's not that's not the issue. They've run out of money. If you if you looked at the top ten video game best-selling charts in the last 13 years <laughs> grand theft auto 5 is normally in the top 10 yes yeah so which is insane to me that it's still in the top 10 this this long mm-hmm. year, but anyway but hey if you wanted to play you know video games somewhere else you know maybe on a steam deck well, too damn bad because that's been delayed as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know another victim of the uh, the the COVID supply chain problems. The Steam Deck has been delayed. Uh, they're saying right now it's till February 2022. So it's actually it's nothing to do with Valve. They have the stuff already. They just can't get enough units and they can't get the chips. You know the same problem we're having with everything else. Uh, just another another victim to all this stuff, and it's it's kind of shitty. I mean, now that Tiff's going to have to think a little bit harder at what Christmas gifts she's going to get me. You know, that's the that's <laughs> I'm the big victim here. You know, out of you all get this the stuff. IOU one, like on the <laughs> Christmas morning back in the day. I'll never forget the story my friend Trevor told me of the uh, his parents couldn't find an N64, and they gave him the games and they gave him the controllers, and then after they were like all done opening all of that, they're like, we didn't get the system yet. 
So we promise it's coming. So there you go. That's what <laughs> Tiff can get you. She can get you all the accessories and then the promise it's coming later. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you there go. There it is. There it is. But anyway, I hope it's not delayed too much more than that because it is. It's a pretty exciting console. I mean, well, I don't know. What is it? Portable it's a, it's device. Technically, it is a portable portable personal computer. Oh, that's there you go. A PPC. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but anyway yeah so uh yeah that's unfortunate but hopefully they get things fixed up real quick and did you say when it was it was february uh february is when they're looking to ship the earliest ones because I, I don't know if you remember they were looking to you know the, the sooner you ordered the sooner you were in kind of the uh the queue so yes. that would be the, the first unit start shipping so i mean there's a possibility you wouldn't get it to like may or something but uh yeah it's it's those first ones you want to get it out yeah. So then that means if, if, unless Tiff was really on board and, you know, really working hard, you're probably looking at a much later Christmas yeah, could, present. It could be a birthday gift at that point. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Think problem ahead, solved. There That's you go. Right. There you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny that I, I, I laugh that they, they moved it to February because I don't know if you've been paying attention to too much of this going on in the, uh, in the video game world. But uh, apparently all developers forgot that any other month of the year exists and uh, have pushed all of their games if they've been delayed into February or in, if it was a brand new announcement of my game is coming out. It was in February. February of 2022 is horrifying for anybody who's like, I love to play all the games because all the games are coming out in February. <laughs> oh, it's, it's crazy. So, yeah, yeah, if you get yourself, if you manage to get yourself your Steam Deck in February, you will have no shortage of things to play. Awesome, that is for awesome, sure. yeah. That is for sure. Something that, uh, something that you would like to know. But, uh, you know what people don't like is, is dislikes. And that's why YouTube got rid of them. <laughs> but they actually, apparently they actually do quite like the dislikes, Mike. So the story here is that, you know, YouTube used to be a five-star rating system. Then they switched to just sort of the thumbs up, thumbs down thing. And now what they're doing is they've they've clarified they're not getting rid of the dislike button, just the associated number with Yes, the counter. Is the counter, the counter itself. And... I would not have expected the response necessarily that we got um, where more or less the entire YouTube world imploded on itself because everybody wants this counter because it's a great way to know if the video is worth your time or not. And it's a great way to know if it's like a scam video or if like a lot of tech people are speaking up saying, you know, if this magical fix to whatever problem that you have has a huge dislike to like ratio, you know, it's not worth your time and you should back it right away. Right. Oh, that's a good way to think of it. I, I always see whenever I see anything with a huge dislike ratio, it's like we've announced a female playable character in this video game. Dislikes, dislikes, <laughs> no women, no women in this yeah. game. An LGBT uh, announcement. Yeah, I saw yeah, character. yeah, yeah, I can't have that. No, that would be no good. This new character is asexual. Burn it. <laughs> Burn it. Don't like change. Oh, yeah. Let's not start talking about gaming culture, Mike, because it's, it's awful. It's I awful. should also preface that this is not the opinion of us. It's the opinion of the people who use the dislike button. Yes, the masses, the masses out there. What they have suggested, the reason is, is so that they people can't weaponize the dislike button to you know punish people that they don't like so you know an lgbt 
a character on, on YouTube or something. Maybe they say something that the world is not a big fan of. So people will just mash that dislike button and they'll see that it kind of becomes a snowball effect and it becomes this fun sort of game. It was like, how high can we get that number and everything like that? And to me, it seems like a little bit of a weak excuse to get rid of it in the first place. I mean, I don't know if you have any strong opinions on this, Mike, but uh, I don't know. It seems very unnecessary to me, you know? Yeah, like... The thing that I, I, I it's hard to not be cynical about everything now because yeah. everyone is cynical all the time. And all I see is this hate and disgust everywhere I turn on every facet of the Internet. Yeah, <laughs> makes you just want to shut it all down. But the thing that that I see is the cynical view of like, oh, yeah, YouTube's removing that dislike counter so that uh, all those corporate videos get can can be unmolested and it's like oh it's <laughs> that that yeah. was one of the first things i thought of too is that uh, youtube rewind video that's the yes. most disliked video on youtube with what 19 million dislikes or something like that they're like ow i'm taking my ball up going home no yeah. more dislikes for anybody yeah <laughs> like we got will smith it cost us a lot of money shut up <laughs> uh. but anyway i don't know do you think they renege on this it feels like something they might they might renege on. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of like, how often does Google say they're going to do something and then there's massive backlash and then they walk it back. I, I, I just can't think of another occasion. No, oh, that's true. Google usually just kill the software before they walk it yeah. back entirely. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna they're gonna kill YouTube before they yeah. dis they walk back the dislike counter. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 to to me, it really doesn't change me anything for me because literally, I am like the worst social media interactive person in the world. You mm-hmm. know, like if if you you watch those videos, right? And they're like, if you like this video, hit that like button. I did like this video. I'm not hitting that button, <laughs> you know, like that's, <laughs> yeah, that's not, me. I'm not going to do that. That's right. Yeah. I want to watch more videos from this person. Ring the bell. Well, I would like to watch more videos from this person, but I'm not ringing the bell. <laughs> like, <laughs> things, things like that. Right. Yeah. So to me, that doesn't affect me. Like I, I don't like my own friends pictures on Instagram and stuff like, uh, and it's not cause I'm like, I don't enjoy this content or your pictures are bullshit. It's cause like, I just don't interact with it, yeah. social media that way, right? That, it, it always makes me think, Mike, of uh, our Facebook anniversary a few years back when it was like, you've known each other for 15 years or whatever the hell number it was. And it's like, you guys have liked each other's posts 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, is that because I don't post anything or is that because neither one of us interact with stuff on Facebook? Yeah, I, I think that's probably the more yeah. likely one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, good times. Well, we'll see. I doubt they'll walk it back, but you never know. Stranger mm. things have happened. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Hey, Stranger Things is a TV show on a streaming service. You know what else is a streaming service? Disney Plus. Oof. <laughs> Oof. My God, Mike. <laughs> Swigging for the fences there. <laughs> Disney Plus actually recently did a thing on, on Friday. I think it was Friday. The 12th oh, yeah. Disney Plus Day or whatever Disney it was. Plus Day where they swung for the fences as well and, and announced a whole bunch of new content that they're working on. Some of it was updates on content that they have already shown off before. 
But there was one thing in particular that you thought was interesting enough to, to pull up, and that was the first look at the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show that has Darth Vader in it. Oh, my God. I am actually I'm very excited about this. I, uh, I really like the Mandalorian show. I'm obviously... I'm trying to describe. I, I loved Rogue One. Mike, I think you're a Rogue One fan. As well, I am. Right? Yeah. 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 I, I love these shows on the movies that kind of fill in the gaps around the main storyline. Like I'm that guy who will buy like the definitive guide about all like the starships and whatever, because I just want to know. I want to know more information about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And this feels like a, a show that's going to provide more information on that. So what they're saying is it's going to take place 10 years after the end of uh, episode three. Mm-hmm. So sort of in between episode three and episode four, I guess Luke Skywalker will be about 10 years old, give or take. Um, but it kind of follows Obi-Wan, obviously, because the show is called Obi-Wan. Um, Wait, yeah, fo- what? It's going to. F- yeah, I know. Spoilers, Would you believe Chris. it? Would Spoilers. you believe it? Yeah. I know, I know. Uh, anyway, so it sort of, sort of follows him and his descent into uh, life on Tatooine and how he deals with his friends all being murdered and you know interactions with Darth Vader and stuff. They've actually brought back Hayden Christensen, so he will be playing Darth Vader, uh, which I think is actually kind of cool. I, I, I want, I really want Hayden to have like a a good, you know, comeback story. You know what I mean? I feel like they're going to do a great job with this. It's like what they're doing with Boba Fett right now, because Boba Fett was always like the guy that looked cool that went out like a bitch. And now it's like, <laughs> look at how cool Boba Fett is, right? Like he's back in Mandalorian and he's kicking ass and he's got his own show coming out. Like they're doing their best to take like the things that people didn't like about Star Wars and like make it better kind of a thing. I mean. I feel like that they should also have done that with their newer movies. Like I, I like those movies, but a lot of people are hated that stuff. So if there was something that they, they wanted to make better first, that's probably where they should have started. But, <laughs> but they're, they're going back to the stuff from the older movies that people were like, Oh, this could have been better. And they're making it better. I just, I really love the fact that Ewan McGregor is back. I guess we didn't say that. Like that's yes. that's huge yes. to me. I, I he will always be Obi Wan Kenobi in my mind. Like move aside Alec Guinness, it's even McGregor. Mm-hmm. You know, like that he's the guy. So I, I'm curious. Like, I I think it's going to be awesome. I believe they're only going to do six episodes. Um, I don't imagine there's going to be a season two sort of scenario with this one. I think it's going to be sort of a limited run. You know, kind of like Wandavision and all the Marvel ones they've been releasing. So um, I'm hoping it's going to be good. I, I can't imagine it's not. I haven't been led astray that badly yet. Have you watched any of the other, the new Star Wars stuff? Like you watched the Mandalorian, but have you watched the, I mean, I guess the other stuff is mostly all kids stuff. Like there's the bad batch, which apparently is if you were, if you were a fan of the clone wars, the bad batch is just more clone wars. Um, and then there's also the, the visions, which is the, the manga stuff, which I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I, you're not really an anime guy as it is, no, but the fact, no. that, the fact that it's star Wars could be the thing that pulls you in. It's, it's stuff that I've got on my watch list, mm-hmm. but I was never, I never watched the clone Wars show. Um, so the bad batch certainly interests me, but I just haven't, I haven't gotten over the hump. Uh, of course, I've watched all the movies and like the sort of side movies like Solo and Rogue One and all that type of stuff. Mandalorian, I love. So I, I will definitely be watching it. And I'm looking forward to the Boba Fett series as well, even though I've 
I never got on board that Boba Fett like fandom train. You know, that everybody's like, oh my God, Boba Fett's like the coolest guy in Star Wars. And it's like, eh, is he though? <laughs> Boba Fett is super cool. I, I know, I know you I know you love I, him. There's a there's a Boba Fett helmet on the shelf behind me. I have a Boba Fett yeah. helmet. I just don't get how people can obsess over a guy who is on screen for what five minutes <laughs> over the entire three run or three episode run. On the on the Disney Plus Day, they released a documentary called under the helmet, the story of Boba Fett, and mm-hmm. then literally the first thing that the movie says, or the the, th- the documentary says, is it says how long he was on screen for, and it's like six minutes or something like that, <laughs> and he and he has four lines of dialogue. Yeah, that's about it. That's it. That's all he did, and he managed to like involve this massive following. Uh, that that made him an incredibly popular character, and there's some awesome stuff. Like I, I, um, I've read a lot of the Boba Fett like extra lineage, li- like lineage, but the extra like lore stuff, like comic books and and things yeah, like they, that that had him in it. And he was way more badass. Extended yeah. a galaxy or whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, I know what yeah, you're talking about. yeah. There's some really cool stuff in there that is all no longer canon. No, of course not. No. Yeah. Like my favorite, one of my favorite stories is it's just like, it's a silly story, like, but it's just entertaining to me is uh, there's a story about a character named Jodo cast and Jodo cast is just a dude who has Mandalorian armor that he painted to look like Boba Fett's armor. And he mm-hmm. runs around doing bounties, pretending to be Boba Fett and people, cause they, people just see the armor and they're like, Oh shit, it's a Mandalorian. It's, it's Boba Fett. Cause in the original, the original continuity, the Mandalorians were not uh, as common as they are in the new continuity where they're running yeah. around. So Boba Fett was one of the few people who had the armor. So when he showed up wearing the armor, everyone just assumed he was Boba Fett and paid him Boba Fett's rates. And he's like, shit, I'll be Boba Fett. I don't care. <laughs> and then Boba Fett finds out about this guy and there's this whole, this sure, whole family yeah. chases him down. And it was very entertaining. And there's yeah. also a story where Dar- Darth Vader and Boba Fett fight. And that was a cool story, too. That'd be pretty cool. I always like the X-Wing series of Star Wars books. Were you a big Star Wars book fan, Mike? I had a couple books. I had mostly the the uh, the Bounty Hunter side stories. Like there was oh, like okay. a there was like a series of books where it was like stories about the bounty hunters, but at the same time it was also the stories of how Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit. Oh, sure. Which yeah. was very interesting. Like it was intercut. There was like the story that was like, here's what happened before. And then at the same time, it would cut back to like Boba Fett, like in the Sarlacc talking mm-hmm. about like, shit, I'm in the Sarlacc. How do I get out of here? You know, <laughs> <stuff like> that. <laughs> it, was a, it was a cool story. Right. Uh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to read all of them. Uh, I kind of fell off the wagon, obviously, years ago at this point. Yeah. But yeah, the X-Wing, which was like the Rogue Squadron series, was always like my number one uh, sort of extra outside of Star Wars, Star Wars. Yeah. Did you read Heir to the Empire, which was the one that took place after? It was the original story that took place after Return of the Jedi. Yes. It's, it's where yeah. Grand Admiral Thrawn comes from. And I, I was going to say, yeah, all like the Thrawn stuff I wa- or watched. I read all that stuff. I've got a whole pile of books. They're probably at my parents' house still, to be honest with you. I'm just looking to see if they're on my shelf. They're not. But uh, yeah, no, I, I read a ton of them. I read a ton. I, I couldn't possibly list them all off because I rented or rented, borrowed a lot of them from the library and stuff. But yeah, uh, yep. Yep. no, I get yeah. you. I get now you. I don't Exciting have time stuff. to do any reading or anything, Mike. It's just not fair. I know, like or watch TV. I mean that documentary. I, I watched that Boba Fett documentary. You know what time I watched it? 
I watched it at one in the morning when I was up because I had heartburn. That's when I watched it. Because <laughs> that's the only time I had time. You know what, Mike? That's It's a great point. So Tiff and I were just talking about the other day because obviously we watched that Red Notice movie. And that was a two-night uh, a two-night movie. And it was like the movie we watched before that was Black Widow. That was a week-long movie, Mike, because... <laughs> It's like, you know, you sit down to watch it and one of the kids starts crying or they, you know, he gets out of bed or by the time you know it, it's like 11 o'clock and it's like, I need to go to work tomorrow. You know, like being a parent is tough. Yeah. But I can I mean, hardly wait. I'm hoping I'm hoping that Ben gets into Star Wars. Like they've got that Lego um, Star Wars episode or show or whatever on uh, yeah. Disney Plus. I kind of popped that on to see if he was interested and he was somewhat interested in it. So. Got to start that fandom young so I can enjoy myself, you know? Yeah, I mean, I already got William on superheroes, so it's uh, I'm, I'm off to a good start. So, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although if, I still stay it over the fact that the, the character that he's latched onto the most is Captain America. It's just like, I like Captain America, but like, he's got Spider-Man right there. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Much cooler character, right? Yeah. Well, maybe it's that, that empathetic side of him, right? Captain America is like the... Uh, you know, oh shoot, I can't think of the word. Like the moral, the moral ethical leader. Uh, right? I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. He's he's a big fan of the ethics, you think. Yeah, you know? yeah. He yeah. appreciates that stuff. Whereas Ben likes the big tough muscle guy. So I just smash everything because that's what he likes to do. So Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, we got Obi-Wan coming out, also announced on Disney Plus Day that they're rebooting the X-Men cartoon from the nineties. Oh my god, I am actually incredibly excited for that i'm actually very excited about that too because that was one of the very few comic booky things i ever watched like consistently as a Mm -hmm. kid yeah no i'm really excited about that they're picking it up right where it ended and the other thing that i thought was super awesome is that they're actually bringing back like every surviving member of the original cast That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So all of the any if if somebody is still alive, they bring them back as as one of the original characters. It's it's pretty neat. Oh, that'd be pretty so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. is that? Uh, when is that coming out? Do you know? Twenty twenty three. Okay. Not so not around the corner. <laughs> no, no, no. You got a bit of a wait on that one. A bit of a wait on that one. Uh, okay. You know what? Going back to Star Wars, Mike. You know what I would love? Did you ever read the book series Ender's Game? Uh, I haven't, but I know you you're a big fan. But you're familiar. I love it. It's my favorite series of all time. But they've got basically like this parallel series. So there's like two main characters. There's Ender and then there's Bean is the other guy. And I'm not going to get into the, the story or anything. But what it is, is it's it's four or five books on each series, but it's the exact same story. So like Ender and Bean are in this sort of space station as kids and they're learning and stuff. And one of the series follows it from Ender's perspective and one follows from Bean's perspective. I would love a Star Wars movie that followed from the Empire's perspective. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. following A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. I think that would be absolutely fascinating. You know what? You know, I'll tell you something. And it's a comic that you, I think you would enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny. Is, is why I think you'd also enjoy it. Are you familiar with the old, uh, there's like an old play called uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstein are dead? Uh, the name rings a bell, but I don't know anything okay. about it. So Rosencrantz and Guildenstein are dead is a story about two side characters from Hamlet. Okay. Yeah. So, so the story, the play is literally just Hamlet. 
but from the point of view of these two side characters. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the same thing. Oh, okay, yeah. And so there's this. There's a Star Wars comic, and I, I honestly, to be honest, with the way that that Star Wars stuff is now, I couldn't tell you. I also looked this up to figure out how you can read it, but it's called Tag and Binker Dead. And it's mm-hmm. the story about these two characters. They're not in any of the actual movies, but there's a series of comics with them in it. And it's their adventures through the entire saga up to the up to the end of Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And it's like all of this stuff that happens in the movies that you're like, why did that happen? It's because Tag and Bink did it. Like, OK, OK, that's cool. like it's it's a perfect example is. Why is Boba Fett go out like a bitch? Because Boba Fett isn't in the armor in that scene. It's one of these guys. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Like they accidentally knock Boba Fett out and they put on his armor and they like hide. And then it's like, this is why he doesn't talk in Return of the Jedi. Things like that. Uh, my personal favorite bit from the entire sequence, like from the entire series is uh, in Return of the Jedi, obviously the Emperor shows up, and if you recall, he has those two the the the, the royal guards in the red armor. Yes, yeah. Well, in a series of events that happen, Tag and Bink end up being those royal guards that are in the armor, and <laughs> the the end of Return of the Jedi is happening where they've brought up Luke and the Emperor is there and the and Darth Vader's there. And if you recall, the Emperor says, leave us. And the two guards, instead of going in the elevator, they go around to the back of the elevator shaft. Yeah. Where it's like, where are they going? (laughs) Well, it's Tag and Bink. And in the story, they go around to the back and they're like, why did we go here? did you think there was a door here? And the other guy's like, I thought there was. And they, <laughs> well, we can't go back out now. We'll look stupid. And and they literally just sit there and wait for the entire, like, <laughs> the entire final act of return of the Jedi happens. And they're sitting there listening to it, waiting for everyone to leave so they can come back out. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's like, awesome. Like it's, it's all stuff like that. And it's throughout the entire series. It's really funny. And and like, obviously, you want to see something more along the lines of like, th- what's life like for, you know, somebody who wants to be a TIE fighter pilot or something? Sure. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. But but I thought that, that as a as a story about another viewpoint of the actual what was going on in the Star Wars movies, it was very, very, very funny and, and a good one to, to read. Oh, that's good. I'll have to see if there's some way to read that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll check the see if the library has it because you can read it for free. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, on that note, though. On that note, I think that that will do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along on our adventures in parenting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com, as well as anywhere you enjoy listening to podcasts. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week with murder dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>